tuned into Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. You just heard something from, it's a release called John Smith and the Common Men, Sounds from the Inferno. And this came out 10 years ago. It's got three tracks on it that were library music featured on Doctor Who in the first uh, the first Doctor's run. So you had uh, John Smith and the Common Men, three guitars, mood two. Then you had a, a, another favorite of the show whenever we do a uh, Library music, Johnny Hawksworth. We heard the eyelash and Latin gear. That was limited to a thousand copies on Record Store Day, and man, that would be a great seven inch to have. So, coming up at the end of the show, the score for the week, we are going to stick with uh, Doctor Who. I did mention that, that we're going to be doing that, and we're going to stick with it, and we're going to hear a classic from uh, the very first season of Doctor Who from 1963, BBC Radiophonic Workshop goodness so stay tuned for that before we get to that though we're going to do the second part of uh cheap tuesday's doomsday songs and we're going to look at the 1980s so um if you weren't tuned in last week i'll just give you a disclaimer at the beginning here and uh mention that we're going to be talking about the war the war in ukraine and i just want you to put aside your personal feelings about how it started whose fault it is who are the good guys who are the bad guys all of that stuff. Put all that aside, okay? Because that's there's a lot there. And, you know, we both maybe have our own ideas. Maybe they're the same. Maybe they're not. That's not the point. Okay, the point is, is that in life we're constantly told this. And if you pay attention to sort of society and politics and science and all of these things, we're constantly getting told, follow the experts, listen to the science. Fair enough. Okay, when it comes to COVID policy or vaccines or or climate change, or personal health, or, you know, whatever. It's always the same story, and fair enough, okay? But if you're going to do that in, for example, climate change, then you've got to apply that to every aspect of your life. And so when we're talking about war, and nuclear war, and the destruction of the world, there is a group of experts, and they've been experts since 1947, and they're called the Bulletin of Atomic Sciences Scientists. I will put a link in the show description on umfm.com for Cheap Tuesdays. I'm not going to repeat it again this week because I did it last week and it's a long bit to read, but uh, rest assured, they're the experts. Okay, and so what they do is they have something called the Doomsday Clock. And uh, what they do is they have it as a clock, as an old-fashioned clock, and they've got the hands moving and everything. And uh, they count down the minutes to midnight, with midnight being the complete destruction of the world and the end of the human race. So we want to be as far away from that as possible. Anything that's inching that forward needs to be stopped because we don't want the end of the fucking world and the end of the human race, right? So I'm trying to put that in context because they released uh, their 2023 number and it's closer than it's ever been. We're 90 seconds to midnight. And so I want to put that in context for you and look back at the history since 1947 and pick out some dangerous decades, tell you a little bit about that decade and play some music from that decade. All of the music is going to come from the most dangerous year of that decade. I won't tell you the year. I won't even tell you the songs and the artists, but by the end of the set uh, with some little bit of context and little notes on history from me, we'll, uh, I'll tell you the year. Okay. So you can kind of have some fun at the same time while trying not to think about the end of the fucking world. Um, so let's get to it. The 1980s. So, uh, we'll start off with a couple of tracks here and we'll come back. This is Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm Dan. Ah! 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 
Hollywood 1980s. A little complicated because if you're thinking about the later years of the 1980s, not so bad, right? When Gorbachev came into power in the Soviet Union and he instituted what were called glasnost and perestroika, it basically brought an end to the Cold War. It was the beginning of the end. Um, but earlier on in the decade, it was still on and at a really dangerous point. Um, communications between the two great superpowers, uh, the USA and the USSR, had broken down. There was the mutual boycotting of the Olympics uh, in Moscow in 1980. America boycotted in L.A. in 1984. The Soviet Union boycotted. And then, of course, there was the ongoing development of nuclear arms by both sides. Um, And not a lot of conversation. Conversation was sort of breaking down between them. So here's some more music.
on Cheap Tuesdays. We're doing music from the 1980s. And uh, besides the whole issue between USA and USSR, which was at a dangerous point in most of the 80s, you had a lot of dangerous conflicts around the world. The Iran-Iraq war was happening. That was uh, something like seven or eight years. And if you want some fun, take a look for uh, Donald Rumsfeld with his arm around or giving a thumbs up uh, standing next to Saddam Hussein. That's a lot of fun. Um, the Soviets were also occupying and fighting in Afghanistan. And if you also want a lot of fun, watch the third Rambo movie. Uh, very fun. Um, there was a lot happening in Central and South America, like a lot. <laughs> and, and for decades before that, but there was a lot happening in the eighties. Um, there was a lot of conflicts. There were a lot of conflicts, uh, elsewhere in the world, including Sri Lanka, Lebanon, and a lot of these things were considered to be sort of proxy wars. So here we go with a couple of more tunes and we'll be back.
What does it matter what happens in it? The world's a
so we're back. So clearly a dangerous time, the 1980s. Most of them, like I said, as the 80s tailed off, things got okay for a while. But uh, for most of the 80s, it was pretty dangerous. The most dangerous point of the 1980s came in 1984. Not by any coincidence, the same as the Orwell, famous Orwell novel. But according to the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, 1984 was the most dangerous year in the 80s. And how close was that to midnight? That was three minutes to midnight. Okay, so think of how dangerous that was and think about everything I just told you and what the world was like at that time. That was three minutes to midnight. We're now at 90 seconds to midnight. Silence is no longer an option. Stop the war in Ukraine. Negotiations must go forward. Peace must be achieved before it's too late. And I highly encourage you to spread that message to as many people as you can. It's not about which side you're on, who started it, whose fault it is, who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. According to the experts, we are facing the end of the fucking world. Closer than we've ever been since they started keeping track, since 1947. So, that's all I gotta say. Speaking of the end of the fucking world, <laughs> the Doctor Who show that we're looking at today is uh, connected to all that. The Daleks, the very first episode that they were ever featured, the Doctor and his companions land on, an, on, a, on a, a planet. It's only their second adventure. So they land on another planet, and they see this petrified forest and it slowly comes to light that there was a horrible, horrible nuclear war 500 years before, and most life on the planet was wiped out. The Daleks were mutated into these little sort of jelly blobs, <laughs> which is ridiculous, but whatever, and uh, housed themselves in these uh, metal contraptions that they used to still be able to function and stay alive. Uh, meanwhile, this, uh, this other race called the Thals, uh, managed to somehow escape completely unscathed and are super handsome and beautiful and like the ideal human beings. And uh, so that's the context of the story. It's a great one. You know, like a lot of very early Doctor Who, you got to take it with a grain of salt and you got to think of it more like a play than like a TV show. And keep in mind how limited their budget was, how limited their time was. Um, but it's a really fun story. So the music for this program was done by Tristram Carey, not actually a part of the BBC Radio Phonic Workshop. I misspoke there, but uh, a lot of his techniques and uh, the sound is very similar. Um, so basically, they were doing up to a certain point. Their only option was really music concrete because uh, synthesizers weren't even a thing yet. Um, so they basically had uh, tape machines where they would slow down, speed up, reverse the tape machines. They did have some audio signal processing. Um, and they would basically make a kind of a montage. So a very interesting kind of music, not like anything that you've really heard before. And I kind of wish that they would go back to stuff like this on sci-fi because I just think it's so interesting and so cool. So uh, here we go. Tristram Carey, who uh, did a lot. He's got a lot of orchestral works, some chamber works, some vocal works. And then, of course, he did some electroacoustic things with analog tapes and computers and stuff. But uh, he did a lot of different types of scores. So without any further ado, Tristram Carey doing the score for the classic 1963 episode, The Daleks from Doctor Who. Enjoy, folks. I'll be back here next week, 10 to 11 p.m. <laughs> ¶¶